You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome. It's the first regular season Mariners pod of the season. Thanks for being here. Three games in the book. The first weekend is done, but the first series isn't done, strangely enough. It's very odd how this beginning of the season is working as the Mariners wrap things up against the Twins tonight, then hit the road for a day game coming up tomorrow, three against the White Sox. So we'll talk more about that as we move through the week. We're going to talk a little bit about the beginning of the season. We'll hear from Jerry Depoto, his thoughts as we had a chance to sit down with him on opening day and just a, a kind of a wide-ranging conversation I thought you'd like to hear. Also, we'll hear from Julio after the Mariners' second win of the season. He had a big hand in that, obviously, as uh, Shannon Dreher had a chance to catch up with him on the field. So we have a lot to take care of, a first thrilling couple games of the season. So we have a lot to take care of in the first Mariners pod of this regular season. And of course, thanks for being here once again. Really appreciate it. This is going to be a fun season. I am planning on uh, pods Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays uh, during the course of the regular season most of the time. It'll be varied a little bit depending on schedule. Sometimes it'll be extra. Sometimes things will get moved around. But kind of expect three a week as we move through the course of this regular season. So let's talk about what happened uh, the Mariners just kind of picked up exactly where they left off. Uh, one run wins again. Mariners got a home run for Mitch Hanniger early in game one of the season. Uh, and there we were, ninth inning, one run game, winning run at the plate. Sanchez pushes down the helmet a little tighter. He's back in there ready. So is Steckenrider. Gordon to lead at first. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a high fly ball in the left field and deep. Winker to the warning track near the wall. He's there. Leaps up and he makes the catch and the ball game is over. The Mariners hang on and they win it 2-1 to one on opening day 2022. Robbie Ray was excellent. Giving the Mariners 7. They win 2-1. to one. Then the next day, Mariners leading 2-1 to one late. Byron Buxton hit one of the most impressive home runs I've ever seen. He took 101 out of the zone upstairs into the upper deck. It was incredible. Uh, the place was going nuts. Minnesota looked like on their way to evening up the series, winning game two. But the Mariners would not be denied thanks to Julio. Duffy ready, the windup, and the 2-2 on the way to Julio. Swing and a line shot into the gap in left center field. Down for a base hit. Julio the turn, heading for second. Up with the ball, Buxton, the throw to second. Cut off by Correa. Julio Rodriguez in at second base with his first major league hit, a leadoff double here in the top of the ninth inning. So Julio with the double. He would be driven in by Frazier, his first hit as a Mariner, and then Ty France would give the Mariners the lead. Now the stretch and the 0-1 pitch. Swing and a line drive into right field for a base hit. Frazier being waved in. Rounding third, heading home. The throw to the plate by Kepler. Cut off by Sano. Ty France with a base hit the other way in the right field. Scoring Adam Frazier. And the Mariners take the lead. 4-3 to three here in the top of the ninth inning. All this coming with two outs and the Mariners have the lead. Holy smokes. 
The comeback kids doing it early in the season. Pretty incredible. <sighs> That's the Mariners end up getting the win. And here was Julio Rodriguez on the field after the game with Shannon Dreyer. All right, guys, I'm down here with Julio Rodriguez, and I'm going to say a very relaxed-looking Julio Rodriguez. What was that like in that situation to step to the plate? Last chance for your team. Uh, I just felt pretty good, honestly. I just, I just come into my plan, trying to like, find a pitch to drive it. I was able to get a double. Thankfully, my first MLB hit. My family was up there, so, but like the whole situation, it just, it just felt really cool, being able to deliver and be able to like get something going for the team. Was today different? Were you able to slow things down a little bit more yeah, today? Yeah, no, I, I got to be honest. Like yesterday, I was trying to like enjoy it, trying to soak the whole moment in. But today, I definitely came to play. I came to play. I came to help the team win. And th thankfully, I was able to do so. You think it two all the way there? You were going to use the legs? Uh, I, mean, I, was, I, I mean, I was going to, honestly. I was, I was going to, but we cut it off. But let's keep on going. Okay, talk me through. You pointed in that direction after the hit. I think that's your family. Was that your yeah, family? Somewhere, my family is somewhere over there. I think that's my mom that's waving over there. I think. There's mom. Hi, mom. You know, mom didn't look too happy after one of those strikeouts. You know, oh, some yeah. calls were kind of tough today. I mean, yeah, there was some tough calls, but it's, at the same time, you don't. You, like I said, young guy, you cannot let that affect you right away. You know, they're gonna test you. So that's what that's what most of them were doing today. So I'm, I just stay committed to my plan and. I was able to deliver last in the last change for the team. That's a great mindset there. You're on second base. You turn to your team too. That was let's go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's what I like. That's what I like. Just help my team win. Help my team win. What have the last two days been like, Julio? Uh, amazing, amazing. It's like a dream. It's like a dream, honestly. It's just as a kid, I, I was dream of playing like a big league stadium. Now that I'm realizing that dream and like I'm able to perform at this level, it just it feels amazing, honestly. It feels surreal. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Thank you, Julio. Thank you. Thank you. That is a thrilled Julio Rodriguez right there. I'll send it back to you guys. It's so great. Julio after the game. Why not pump? Banners get the first two wins. They lose game three. Is Minnesota just home run derby, man. Six homers, upper deck, just peppering the upper decks. It's wild. So Mariners leading the series 2-1. to one. They play tonight. Chris Flexen on the hill. As the Mariners look for a series win and then off to Chicago for three. And we'll talk more coming up later this week on Wednesday about Chicago. And get you ready uh, on Friday for the home opener against the Houston Astros. Long homestand as well. Cannot wait to be back home. Seemingly it's been forever between Arizona and here in Minnesota. So looking forward to that. Right now. Let's hear from Jerry DePoto. This was a conversation from opening day, and we started the conversation, of course, with J.P. Crawford and his five-year extension. J.P. Crawford, it, it just, what was it? When did you know? When did you look at him and say, this is a guy we want to lock in? You know, probably right about the time he arrived here uh, on the Major League scene. I think it was May of 2019. It was the first time we saw J.P. with the with the Mariners. And with the work that he did that spring with Bone, the the quality of person you're getting, the leadership qualities, they just started to, to really present themselves over time. And then last year, especially in the second half of the season, when, when we saw him kind of take the reins and, you know, maybe from mid-June until the end of the season became such an inspirational guy in our clubhouse. We know he's, he's great in the community, but what he was able to do uh, – from a leadership perspective in our clubhouse yeah. at the time we needed it most really stood out and we know he can pick it and we know he can get on base but he's he's also a great guy who's really uh, integral to, to what happens in our clubhouse 
Jerry, we're going to see a 21-year-old kid make his major league debut this afternoon for the Mariners against the Twins. Julio Rodriguez had a great spring, obviously. First at bat, hits the home run, walks in his second at bat. At what point during the spring did you and Scott and everybody else say, this kid's ready? Day one. (laughs) 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 Um, And and that's only partly joking. You know, we went into spring training with a pretty good idea that, that, you know, if everything worked out like we hoped it would, that this would be uh, the result is Julio would be out there starting. He looked great in the early drills, and and we knew that the swinging the bat part wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> and you know, we just didn't know what it would look like with him transitioning to center field. But he has done such a phenomenal job with his body, with it, with increasing his speed, which is really hard to do at at any stage in your career. But somehow he made himself two grades faster, which is uh, pretty phenomenal, and and shows how much he can focus on achieving what he wants to achieve he's a he's a phenomenal kid and i hope today's a special day it will be but i but i hope it we walk away thinking that was something jerry it is pretty amazing how different all of your teams have been in your kind of relatively short time with the ball club i mean you think about to the kind of earlier years you had a, a ball club with a ton of veterans on it some real star power guys like we know like cano and cruz and seager and felix and segura goes on and on then the rebuild now it's built up. How does this season feel uniquely different from any of your others so far with the team? You know, I, I think the 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 depth of this club, it's the deepest club that, that we've had since we've been here. You know, and I, I say that myself, Scott, this this general front office and, and staff. Uh, this is the deepest club we've ever had. It's also the most energetic club we've ever had. There's a there's a vibe around this team. It's a it's the can do vibe. It is so positive to spend time around them just moving in and out of the spaces where the players are it's a somebody said to me and and that's somebody maybe standing next to me and and uh there's in the course of the spring like the quality of the people that we have is is outrageous and i actually had one person uh i think salk said to me um a couple of weeks back when he was down in in arizona i've i've never been around so many players that open doors for people that say thank you and you're welcome and let me get that for you it's a it's a it's a very unique club i've never been more excited to start a season and you know i don't know if we are fully where we want to be but i know we're heading in the right direction and this group is going to surprise some people with how quickly they'll come together jerry this group more than any group and you've been building toward it is your group uh, you know, we, we've seen all the deals that are made, and they can happen at any time. But how is it different when it is your group? This is the group that I think you want to solidify and move forward with. How does that kind of change things? You know, it's a, I guess this is it's the first time in my career that, that you know, that our group, you know, my front office group has been responsible for building the, you know, every player on our roster. We, you know, we acquired in one way or another. We signed, we developed, we traded for, we signed as a free agent, et cetera. And that does make it feel a little bit different. You know, I do feel like with any team I've ever been with, you always feel like it's your group. But, you know, this one feels a little extra special, uh, mostly because we worked so hard to find the right people. And, you know, the players, that that's the easy part. And, you know, we're going to get some right and hopefully a lot more than we get wrong. But, you know, the, until you really know the people in that clubhouse and get a feel for what you're building as far as the actual team goes, you know, because it's a team game and it's all about a, a, a team. And Carson Vitale said something to me down on the field for BP or during BP earlier today. You know, he said, we have a team. 
and and it's true when you're around this club you feel like it is one unit and and i can honestly say in 10 years of doing this there's I've been with really good teams, uh, and I've been with teams that don't quite come together. This one is together at the earliest stage of a season, which is so fun to think about. Yeah, and it starts off in that clubhouse before they take it on the field. Jerry, uh, you went out and really made some big additions to the offense. You got an all-star who's a contact hitter and Adam Frazier with Pittsburgh and San Diego last year, and you added Winker and Suarez in the deal with the Cincinnati Reds. How did How did all those pieces you know, fall together to uh, change things offensively for this team? You know, I think the the going out and getting Adam Frazier and starting our offseason like that was, as I look back on it, maybe the most important thing we could have done because it, it built a, it created a floor for our offensive team. Having a guy that you know can go out and get on base, who has high contact skills, who's been through it and performed at the highest level, and that allowed us to focus on other areas where it was specific need. You know, when we went into the offseason, it was a little more, you know, nebulous, where, where there was some ambiguity. We could get a second baseman. We could get a shortstop. We could get a third baseman. There were all these different moving parts, so we thought it was important. Tell JP, you are the shortstop. Go acquire Adam Frazier. You are going to play second base. You know, and, and we had the ability to, to then go out and identify players who fit us. And, you know, lo and behold, in spring, we had pursued free agents. We had run up against it in trades where we just weren't able to find what we were looking for. And then we found a great match with the Cincinnati Reds. And, yeah. and we were able to bring over Wink and, and, and Gino. And they've been, and as much as they excite with what they can do for our offense, again, and I hate to keep beating this drum, they're so good to be around in our clubhouse and how quickly they assimilated is phenomenal and, and i also think that you know together if they if they deliver you know 50 60 homers you know driving yeah. some runs That's pretty good too you know that yeah. doesn't stink either yeah we have a few moments left with jerry depoto you know jerry when you think back to last season and jared kelnick there was like this magnifying lens with the sun shining through it onto jared right it was so intense and he is so intense and now with Julio just stealing the limelight, not just to the Mariners, but like a lot of baseball is talking about Julio, and he hasn't even stepped on the field yet. Jared's kind of able to kind of go about his business and not have quite, it seems like, the intense scrutiny. Uh, at least not yet. We haven't played a game yet. But what did you see from Jared in spring, not just in the quality of the ABs, but just Jared the dude that makes you feel like there's been some progress from what we saw the start of last season to where we are right now? I, I think from day one when the players arrived, there's a different way about JK this season that really didn't exist before. He's, you know, he spent a lot of his offseason working on not just on his, his baseball game, but on all of the, the, the peripheral parts of being a professional. And, you know, I know he spent a lot of time with his mom, spent a lot of time with Mark McGuire, and, and came away with, you know, what I think is a generally softer setup in the box where he's not grinding on every at bat. Uh, where his feet don't appear to be, you know, driving through to the center of the earth, it, it, he is—he looks easy in the box, yeah. and and you know, and he focused on center, left, center field throughout in spring training from the very first day of BP, and and he never gave that up. And and in the first ten days of games, the results weren't great for Jared, and he just stuck with the approach. He knew it would work. This is and and it did. And then we saw it flourish in that last week of games where. The contact was loud. It was long. And I'm really excited for where this goes, particularly since he shouldn't have to deal with that same scrutiny. 
But remember now, this this is a young player who's about a year removed from being considered one of the five top prospects in baseball who had his own fanfare the day he arrived. You know, and, and he's, I think, just being out of the, you know, that, that bug light, so to speak, is going to be a benefit to him. Jerry, thank you. Enjoy. You got it, guys. Thank you, Jerry. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And it was a short week that was, but really nice week that was so far. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners' past week. Someone once said, you don't grip a baseball. A baseball grips you. It fills our days and brightens our nights. Over the course of a season and the span of a lifetime. We share hope, drama, and joy. It brings us all closer together, nine innings at a time. It's the game we live. It's the game we love. Welcome back, baseball. Welcome back. Line shot, diving catch by J.P. Crawford. Line right to J.P. Crawford, leaping catch, climbing the ladder. So I thank him for trusting me. You know, this is my team. It is permanently now, and I'm ready to lead these guys. Just want to thank him for trusting me. Oh, what a catch by J.P. Crawford. The quality of person you're getting, the leadership qualities, they just started to, to really present themselves over time. And then last year, especially in the second half of the season, when, when we saw him kind of take the reins, and, you know, maybe from mid-June until the end of the season became such an inspirational guy in our clubhouse. We know he's he's great in the community, but what he was able to do uh, from a leadership perspective in our clubhouse yeah. at the time we needed it most really stood out. And we know he can pick it, and we know he can get on base, but he's, he's also a great guy who's really uh, – integral to, to what happens in our club. And the young right-handers 0-1 pitch to mid swing and a fly ball deep into the gap in left center field. Kirloff going back to the one he tracked to the wall. Goodbye baseball Mitch Henniger with the first home run of the 2022 season. Ty France will score in front of him and the Mariners jump out to a 2-0 lead here in the top of the first inning. Break comes home with a 1-2. Swing and a miss, and he wasn't even close. Slider gets Kirloff, and Ray, in his Mariners debut on opening day 2022, has allowed just one run over six strong innings with five strikeouts along the way. Sanchez pushes down the helmet a little tighter. He's back in there ready. So is Steckenrider. Gordon to lead at first. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a high fly ball in the left field and deep. Winker to the one. He tracked to the wall. He's there. Leaps up and he makes the catch and the ball game is over. The Mariners hang on and they win it 2-1 to one on opening day 2022.
We're probably going to win two to one just because of <laughs> how last year went. And uh, yeah, it's just a lot of confidence. So I think that's that's the key. You know, on defense, a lot of confidence. And then we have a lot of confidence in our bullpen. So it's great. Here's a swing and a ground ball right side. Frazier is there to gobble it up. The throw to first in time to get a rise. That will retire the side here in the bottom of the fifth. And Logan Gilbert has now retired the last 10 twin hitters in a row. On a roll, Logan Gilbert. What a start here in 2022. Duffy ready, the windup, and the 2-2 on the way to Julio. Swing and a line shot into the gap in left center field. Down for a base hit. Julio the turn, heading for second. Up of the ball, Buxton, the throw to second. Cut off by Correa. Julio Rodriguez in at second base with his first major league hit, a leadoff double here in the top of the ninth inning. Julio Rodriguez clapping his hands, going into second base. There it is, hit number one of the big leagues for this young man. And they're going to take the baseball out of play and claps by the Mariner teammates. His Mariner teammates inside that third base dugout. Congratulations to Julio Rodriguez. His first hit in the show is a screaming double into the gap in left center field here on April the 9th. At Target Field in Minnesota, way to go, kid. Oh, amazing, amazing. It's like a dream. It's like a dream, honestly. It's just, as a kid, I, I was dream of playing like a big league stadium. Now that I'm realizing that dream and like I'm able to perform at this level, it just, it feels amazing, honestly. It feels surreal. Thank you, thank you. Here's the stretch. And the pinch to Frazier. Swing and a line drive into the gap. Left center field down for a base hit. Here comes Julio on to score. Game tied. Frazier to second. The throw to second. Head first slide. He's safe. Just avoids the tag of Carlos Correa. Now the stretch. And the 0-1 pitch. Swing and a line drive into right field for a base hit. Frazier being waved in. Rounding third. Heading home. The throw to the plate by Kepler. Cut off by Sano. Ty France with a base hit the other way in the right field. Scoring Adam Frazier and the Mariners take the lead. Four to three here in the top of the ninth inning. All this coming with two outs and the Mariners have the lead. Castillo looks in. Here's the windup and the 2-2 on the way and a swing and a miss for strike three and the Mariners complete the comeback. A 4-3 win this afternoon over the Minnesota Twins. Another one-run victory. 